0: everybody and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about the one question. Why do I need others to be happy in my life? So we're going to talk about a little bit of people pleasing, where that might come from. We're going to talk about some child development, uh, especially Uh, physical, mental, and emotional. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about what happens when you have a physiological need in your body and how does that help you and how might it hurt you? And then um, just talk about what is the fix (laughs) to people-pleasing. So you may or may not want to take some notes. I'll leave that up to you. Um, There's some some stuff in here I'm going to share with you. You might want to write down. Uh, I promise you, if you ask yourself that question, why do I need others to be happy? And you really find the need there, it can change your life. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, so the question of the day is, why do I want or need others to be happy? So we're really talking about people pleasing. Why is it so important that other people in your life are happy? So one of the things that that I know is that uh you know, you can have a background of trauma, drama, high stress, even PTSD. And it's stored in your subconscious brain since, since whenever that happened. Now, things can actually happen when you're very, very young, as in, uh, you know, the first few weeks of life, and you're not going to have a conscious memory of that, but your body stores that memory. And so it can cause some, uh, not only physical development issues, but also emotional and mental development issues. But those memories, um, let's say you had an experience as a two, three, four or five year old. Uh, They are stored in your subconscious where the subconscious has no language, okay? It has lots of feelings and beliefs. So you build beliefs about yourself and others and how the world works, Uh, but you don't have this understanding of time. The subconscious doesn't understand time. So uh, this is how you can have an interaction with somebody as an adult and your subconscious is thinking, oh my gosh, this is what happened to us when we were three, and you're not consciously aware of that, it also doesn't understand um, opposites or um, qualifying factors such as positive or negative. So it's not saying to you, hey, you know, somebody beat you when you were a three-year-old child in, let's say, say child care, and so, when somebody's getting into your space as an adult, you don't consciously understand first of all that that you're not three and this isn't happening to you right now. Uh, but your subconscious also doesn't know: is this good or bad? Good or bad? Is this positive or negative? It just is a reaction, kind of like an animal instinct, if you will. So I look at it as, uh, you know, what is the need? around keeping other people in your life happy. Now, I'm not saying that if you're a people pleaser, the the only reason why is because you've had drama, trauma, and high stress. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is a need there for people in your life to be happy. And when you understand the need and perhaps where that need came from, then you can change it. So, uh, a need, anytime you have a need in life, so it can be anything, not just that to, to make people happy, but it can be a, a need for food, right? Uh, a friend of mine, gosh, she she's, will stand until her dying day and says she has a need for coffee, right? Uh, when you have a need, your system, your physiological system is out of balance. And the reason why you feel off is because there's a need, So if you need to eat, your body is going to feel hungry. The hunger pains are the imbalance in your system to get you to move forward to go get some food. If you deny the the hunger for too long and, and too many times, your body gets all freaked out and it doesn't know what to do when that signal comes. And so it will stop sending you that signal. Or if you continue to eat and eat and eat and eat and eat, to where your body is no longer hungry. Well, that's a whole nother issue. So you never come out of balance or excuse me, you're, you're, the need now becomes to stop eating, but that's a different feeling. So whenever a need is met, you come into what we call homeostasis or balance or, or equilibrium. Okay. So when, when a baby is upset, I've had three kids. Let me tell you, when a baby's upset, you try everything you possibly can to calm that baby down. Right. Especially if it's, I have a friend, God love her. She just had a baby two, two um, weeks ago and uh, the baby was up every night last night, every hour, (laughs) every hour. And, uh, I, I remember those days, but when the baby is upset, there's a need there. Right. And oftentimes, especially in the first month, um, which, a lot of people now call the fourth trimester because we understand with babies, um, the first six weeks of their life in their development, um, they, they don't know that they're outside the womb yet. And so the things that calm them down are, um, rhythm. So, you know, think about that when you're inside your mother, you hear a heartbeat. There's a natural rhythm there, right? And then you come out into this world and what's the first thing that, that many new moms do? They try to make it very quiet so the baby can, can sleep. Well, you're doing yourself a disservice. It'd be better to turn on the, air, the um, vacuum cleaner next to the crib because that would help the baby be more in balance. Uh, another thing that you do is you, you have uh, nonlinear movement. So rocking side to side, swaying. Um, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of moms wearing babies around these days because that's a a non-linear movement. You know, we're making, we're making meals and, and you can be close and feel that heat and that warmth. So ultimately what you're doing in, especially in those first six weeks is you're, you're imitating what they felt like in the womb until they become in balance or in harmony with this new physical environment. Okay. So the point I'm trying to make here is that you're always going to seek balance somewhere. Okay. When you feel out of balance, you're always going to seek balance. So if you did not have somebody in your childhood, or maybe you had a a very strong emotional thing that happened and you realized you were not taken care of. Uh, one of the things I, I often hear from uh, children that had parents that um, dealt with alcohol or drugs or gambling, that was a big one too, is this idea that I have to keep dad happy because when he's happy, he doesn't hurt us. So that need to keep dad happy is a, um, a belief that that kept you safe. And sometimes these beliefs were You know, sometimes people can say, I was, I remember when I was three, I was in preschool. I remember keeping my dad happy. Think about what that takes for a three-year-old to develop that belief. That's pretty sophisticated. And we take that program and we apply it to our adult life. Got to keep my boss happy. Otherwise something bad will happen. Got to keep my wife happy. Otherwise something bad will happen. Got to keep my kids happy. Otherwise something bad will happen. See what I'm saying? And because the maybe that caregiver didn't give you the attention that you really did need, you seek that out from other places. So there's a you're, you're trying to not only avoid pain, but you still need some pleasure in your life. And maybe the people in your life were not able to give that to you. And so you seek it out in other places. Uh, maybe you seek it out in food. Maybe that was your only access point. Um, maybe you seek it out in books. I remember when I was a kid, I was a voracious reader because it kept me away from the environment I was living in. Uh, maybe you sought it in being good at school or playing sports, uh, or achieving. Maybe you seek it in being by yourself. You just figure out, you know, if I'm just by myself, nobody can hurt me. But the point is that you, you had a need and it wasn't being fulfilled. And so in order to come back into this homeostasis or balance or equilibrium state in your body, you chose something else. And for some of us, it was that people-pleasing behavior. So really, you know, think about it. The, the, only, the only thing that you can do in order to solve this, uh, you know, people-pleasing behavior is to go back to the original need. So the original need was to feel safe, right? So, so getting your place, yourself to a place where you feel safe is really important, but also this need for genuine connection and honesty with other people. That's why I, I have a couple different membership groups that, uh, man, and I know many of you are listening to this, but I, I'm telling you, these two groups, sometimes they're the only thing that are keeping me sane. <laughs> but having the genuine, honest connection with each one of them throughout um, the week, it has just been an amazing thing. And the fix for any type of ill, honestly, is to to look at where are you missing that connection with another person? And we need to have that every single day, even if you're an introvert, I would say, especially if you're an introvert, especially if you feel like you're an introvert because it's safer for you. You got to get out. You got to, you got to be connected to somebody. Okay. So again, I go back to, to the original question. Why do I want or need others to be happy? Why is it so important for me to have other people be happy in my life? So think about that. Why is it so important for you to make sure that other people are happy in your life? And don't, don't stick with just the first answer that came to you. Really ask yourself, you know, so the, um, I, I call this the seven levels of why. So you ask the question, why, why do I want other people to be happy? Uh, So the first answer might be, uh, I want them to be happy because, um, it's nice to have happy people around. Right, okay, great, why, why is it nice to have happy people around? Well, because I want people to enjoy themselves and have a nice life great why why is why is that the case? uh in you know you can ask yourself seven times the why, and I promise you you're going to get to your root cause of why you you have a need to keep people happy in your life, and once you know the need, you'll understand why you you're off balance. You'll understand what are the things that you're doing to cope with that, and you'll be able to serve and really heal yourself, okay? If you need help with this, please let me know. I have several different options of things that, that we could do, uh, even just to have a chat and get you maybe some, some reading resources or things like that, but uh, this is something that I think can really change the world just by asking yourself that one question. Why do I need others to be happy, Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day, and I'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.